Hello. Hi. Welcome to our podcast of Squall and Lucy. Yeah, that's the right name. I got the name wrong once. That was yeah, a I think that was in the podcast that we um, had disappear on us. Oh, so nobody knew I got it wrong. So Maybe, I unless it was last one and I don't remember. I thought, I felt like the one that disappeared we recorded where we're sitting now and the other one we recorded. So, so are we going to have this one disappear again? Maybe this is like the Bermuda Triangle of the podcasts. Bermuda Triangle right podcast. In the middle of our living room. It must be. I think you're right. So, yeah, the baby put herself to sleep. Yeah. I don't know what to do with that. I know other people have babies that put themselves to sleep. I've only had one out of four do that. Well, one would go up to sleep when she was tired. And we would find her asleep. But she doesn't seem to do that as much anymore. She kind of starts getting into hysteria and starts crying about everything. Oh, wait, Helene. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. But she usually got up to sleep. I mean, I felt a little bad, before. but I mean, what she said was pretty funny when she, like, stood on her bed and said, I'm sleeping like this. Oh, and then, like, Ben was like, you should guys just stop laughing at her. But I'm like, but what she said was completely ridiculous. She said she would sta- sleep standing up in the middle of her bed. Like, <laughs> like, it's, it's, like it's, I'm going to sleep And then like Ben this. was like, oh, that is funny. <laughs> like... But then I, like, picked her up and tried to rock her and got her down and just sang Hail Marys to her while she fell asleep because it helped. I know, it's kind of a really rhythmic thing that Mm -hmm. helps you fall asleep. So, yeah. But she, she was really overtired. She is, like, the master of, like, making some kind of, like, ridiculous threat, like... I'm trying to think of a better example than another example besides her saying she's going to sleep standing up. <laughs> like, I'm going to hold my breath forever. <laughs> Something like that. And then she wants you to take her completely seriously, which is like <laughs> the hard part. Because you can't. <laughs> <laughs> but then, I don't know, that she just really wants loved. I'm going to go sleep on the ceiling. She would say that, wouldn't she? Yeah. So. I need to go to the doctor tomorrow for Benjamin. Figure out what's going on with all of him. That would mm-hmm. be fun. He's just breaking down. He's just breaking apart. Poor guy. Apparently inherited my uh, double jointedness and um, has got a sprained ankle. These three now. And I don't know what else, but I don't have that kind of asthma that the cold affects me and not be, be able to breathe. So I'm know. so skeptical that he can't actually breathe because he's saying I can't read. So the thing is is that like then I told the nurse that and she was like don't let that fool you because I totally did that to my own mom because I didn't want her to freak out. Oh. And I was like oh okay. I was like, hmm. I know, because he says it so, like, he's like, I can't breathe, Mom. And I'm like, you're like, talk to me like you can breathe. So, I don't know, but I'll take it seriously and see if it's actually something. And we'll go see. It'll be okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's better to figure out if it actually is accurate or not than not. And 
he does have sprained ankles, but at the very least he can get maybe a prescription for crutches. Yeah. <laughs> and get that extra out of the HSA instead of out of my money. Yeah, I guess it's true. Hopefully doctor prescribed crutches don't cost six times as much. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know. I don't think they do. I mean, they were 30 bucks at the, um, they, they said they were $30 at the one place, the kid crutches. Oh, okay. You have to buy them at a special place? Uh, the drug mart has it. I don't okay. know if, um, all drugstores carry crutches. Maybe they do. That one seems to be a larger drugstore. Okay. We can always go there. Don't, don't let them buy, make you buy crazy expensive crushes or anything like that. Well, it said they are $40, and I thought that's about what it should be usually. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You guys have more influence or more experience in buying crutches, which I'm not sure who would. Maybe someone uses Crutch them a lot. enthusiasts. Crutch enthusiasts, someone who gets hurt a lot. I'm not sure. I mean, because someone who has a disability is more likely to use a walker, right? Than crutches. Because crutches are actually so. kind of difficult to maneuver. Yeah. So I was just thinking about the girl that had um, scoliosis. I don't know if she had... No, she had polio. So she had polio when she was little. She worked in my lab. She had a walker or a wheelchair. She didn't ever have crutches. I think crutches are actually for people who generally have muscle tone on all of their body usually. Because mm. it actually, your arms, did you have to use crutches before? No, I don't. Well, I'm trying to remember if I had even wearing one day or something. Oh, like a few okay. days with a sewing sprain or I don't remember. Maybe not. Well, let me tell you, your arms hurt <clears throat> after a while using them because mm -hmm. I've had them for like a uh, couple months. I think I had to do, I like, because I had to use them for like six weeks in one sprain. I sprained my ankle that it was like black and blue all the way up to my knee. Like twice. Because <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe I should always wear braces when I play soccer because I tend to find holes. But really, actually, now thinking about it more, it's probably just because I had hyperextension on my legs already, or my ankle joints already, and so that makes you prone to be able to sprain things very quickly. Hmm. So, maybe I should have worn braces. Because when I did wear braces, I didn't have the issue. It's when I stopped wearing braces, that's when I get issues. Did you have any injuries? You broke a collarbone. I broke a collarbone. Uh, I had some stitches in my thumb. Stitches in your thumb. That's about it. Yeah. See, I sprained bankles, broke two arms, broke my foot, tore a quad. I don't know what else. I mean, I also did a lot of athletics, so I don't know if that's part of it. But I do think the, the um... The sidelines are very safe. Sidelines are very safe. Yeah, that's probably true. Only you get hit by water sometimes. Yep. Empty water cups or water bottles. Just stay warm. Stay warm. So you've worked on circulation? Yes, we would get in the circles and 
breed on each other. Really? <laughs> Why? Is that supposed to help? You get into a circle. Yeah, everybody's heat. It's better distributed. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, we played in the band. You would never know because you were never the sideline. No. You were always a starter. I was. <laughs> I was. You do not have to think about how to keep warm. No. When everybody else is playing. I had to cold. run around the entire field instead. Yeah. <laughs> Something you cannot relate to. I cannot relate to that. Sorry. Um, am I, I don't know, I guess I'm supposed to somehow, but, yeah, <laughs> I definitely had to run around a lot, and I think the only time, there was one time when I sprained my one ankle, wait, did I sprain, yeah, so when I sprained my one ankle, I did it in the early spring, so I kind of had to, like, not play, like, the first game or something like that. And I think I still have nightmares about this, that, like, I didn't get to play soccer. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, man, I can't play again. <sighs> See, I have weird dreams where I'm, like, my age that I am now, but I go back and play, try to play high school football, but I'm still not very good. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, like, the best player or anything, but, like, wanted to play hard and had some skill i think some of it like i honestly think that like the sports there's a little bit of logic to them so i was reading this book about the smartest kids in the world and it's talking about how america fails at like how we present math to kids and we kind of box in math or we spend a lot of time learning the same things over and over and over again but not really getting very deep into doing them. So, like, kids get, like, they just automatically think they're not good at math and they don't see how it applies to the real world, which actually is very accurate to the students that I had. Remember that one day we had to figure out what they all wanted to be so that uh -huh. we could tell them what careers would be useful for them? And, yeah. like, how math would be useful for them? Like, one wanted to be a nurse, but she couldn't see that. The benefit of math. Another one wanted to be a sportscaster. And I forget what the other one wanted to be. There was two. There was one that wanted, I think, to be something math-oriented. And there was another one. I don't remember what she wanted to be. Maybe she was arts-oriented. Art but still, like, or she was a writer. I don't know. I still think you need to know, like, math. Because they, they, they were presenting it that it's a language of logic. And maybe that's why, like, Americans are crazy. Because we have absolutely no logic. Hmm. Because we didn't learn our math. So we didn't learn our math. Yeah. But you, I mean, you have to use regular, you have to use geometry all the time in your math, in your in your profession. Yeah. You? I found that I have to be a little more math aware due to working more with graphics now. Like, we have to make some uh, graphs. So you have to, you know, like make something kind of from scratch that plots you data. You need to always know how to graph. Yeah. Like, if you don't know how to graph, go teach yourself how to graph. Because, goodness, it's like the most valuable skill in the world. Yeah. Like, I had to learn. I didn't learn the, like, algorithm itself. But I had to learn how to apply a formula for smoothing graph points. So instead of having jagged little edges, it would make nice curves. Hmm. So, yeah, 
or even just understanding, hey, why did all my dots show up in reverse all of a sudden? Yeah. I think it's a good, useful thing a lot to know math. And they also were saying that Americans rely on calculators a lot more than like other nations do. And I thought that was interesting. Because the one, so I struggle with this homeschool book that I was teaching that was like the Algebra 2 book. Not because it didn't teach math. He was, it did feel like he was a little bit scattered in the way he presented it. But he was kind of just like condescending in his way of speaking towards the student. And maybe I was just taking it like I was learning it from him. So like I was like, I know that already. Don't be condescending to me or something. I don't know. But, um, okay, where was it going with there? So, hmm, now I fully forgot oh. my lane train of thought. Okay, well, so, so part of it was like we box in math, right? So this guy, he does pull in real life examples. Which is one good thing. And I th apparently kids who take the, this particular math class or learn from that particular teacher, like, he actually, um, they do well on standardized testing. So instead of, like, kids who apparently don't do well in the math portion of it, they do. But if you're like me, my math portion was ridiculously high. I probably had almost perfect on it versus, like, my English was really low. I'm not a typical American student, I don't think. Because yours is probably the opposite. Oh, I guess. Or was yours, like, similar? It's been a while since I've gone and taken tests. No, but you don't remember, like, your math or verbal being higher in one oh. of your standardized tests, testing things? I mean, in high school, my standardized tests were pretty high. I know, but I'm saying, like, you remember <laughs> what your math versus your... Science, like not your science, math versus your English, like, because all we had in taking SATs were math and English. There wasn't uh, writing back when we took it. Was there? I don't think there was. They were not that far apart from each other. I don't remember which one was higher though. Okay, so you were just good at everything. Yep. He is just good at everything when it comes to academics. Honestly, I'm just amazing. I could be a professional school goer tour if that paid money. Instead, he could. You have to pay money to do that. He could. He could be a professional school goer. Except for the fact you don't learn when you're actually in classes. So, yeah. you could be a professional test taker. Ooh, I could. People could pay me to take People their test for them. People could pay you to take their test for them. I could be a professional cheater. You could be a professional cheater. I'll call my consultancy cheater, cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> and People can feed me in pumpkins. Man, I feel like forgetting the whole thing that I had in my head. Oh, and I still logic. keep thinking about a movie idea where there's a guy who's 35 years old and he goes back and plays on the high school football team. Okay. You know, it would be pretty easy. Like, as long as, like, the people is on the team like, are cool with it. Is it, like, never been kissed? I was thinking more like the like the ladybugs or, like, the she's ladybug. a man kind she's of thing. A man. Except it's, like, instead of it being, like, a woman, it's, like, good old guy. An old guy. Okay. <laughs> well, I was just thinking, though, like, it would be kind of like this never been kissed one where she goes back she's like a reporter oh, that's true too yeah reporter and she go and she falls in love with the teacher and the teacher's like i can't fall in love with you and then he realizes he can fall in love with her because she's actually not a student yeah i haven't watched that movie in a while i actually really liked that movie at some point it was one it was like part of the series of the whole 
what was there? there was like 10 things I hate about you and never me kiss and there was probably oh she's all that those are like the three ones and actually out of those worst one probably is she's all that because mm, like yeah that one was kind of just lame <laughs> I, I don't know like, oh my goodness, she took her glasses off and she's beautiful. Yeah. Isn't that guy, that's the guy that's married to, to um, yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller, right? Yep. Frank Prince Jr. And they're actually still married, which is kind of remarkable <clears throat> to me in Hollywood. So maybe they'll get like divorced later on, but I think they have like two or three kids, right? Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. Maybe they will defy all of Hollywood standards. I just remember like the one that I always thought was weird why they got divorced was like the guy that was Will Smith. Cause I felt like they were like together for a long time and then all of a sudden they got divorced. Oh. I don't know. So, not that I know much about celebrities, but I was like one that actually like was like, oh, I thought you were like married forever. But not everybody. Boo. Anyway, so can you do a lot of calculator math like in your head? I think it's good to be able to do calculator math. Like in your what head. kind of calculator math? Um, I mean, you should be able to do any kind of multiplication in your head up to like the twelve timetables, right? Yeah, I can do that stuff. And you can, I can, can you divide higher. things in your head? Pretty well. Yeah, I can do the four basic operations pretty well in my head. Okay, that's good. But there are a lot of people I think that cannot. I do remember when I was tutoring kids, they would count on their fingers. Count on their fingers. Start counting on your fingers. I just, like, I don't know what the perpetuation there of the, like, I'm not good at math, I can't do math. Because, like, math is, like, the basis of music, math is the basis of, like, art, almost. Math is the basis of a lot of things. And if you need, like, the logic and the things of it, like, it just, it needs to be understood. I enjoy it. I think math is fun. Any, I mean, what are other subjects where people say, I'm not good with this, just like as a matter of course. Computers, people always go, I'm not good with computers. And it's just a blanket excuse. I'm not, not good at grammar. And, and I'm people say, say. People, people persist in their bad grammar. They don't normally say, I'm not good at grammar. I am not good at grammar. It's, I... I don't get offended, though, if people will address my grammar because I just, it's not something that comes to me first nature, which is why my test scores were so low on oh. English. <laughs> you missed a comma right there. I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's I basically, I mean, that's basically my whole speech. thing. Like, I can write to a way that makes sense in my head and such, but I know I do not have the best grammar. I can creatively comma. write. I just don't write with grammar correct. Correct grammar. I think I I always blame it on the fact that like I don't feel like I understood the rules of English until I took a different language. I don't know. Does everybody else learn English later or earlier? <laughs> Not later. <laughs> earlier. Uh, Did you like actually learn the rules of English earlier and understand them, or is it just me? I Maybe. mean, uh, diagram of sentences. Did you diagram sentences? I'm sure I did. I just don't remember it. Oh. And I just remember diagramming things like an understanding. Maybe like diagramming sentences is different than, or maybe there is that and I just like memorized and forgot it. Because I was pretty good at that. Do you know how to identify a, proposi a preposition? 
Why is that like two at? Oh, no, like. Two and at. My, my one teacher position. had a good way. You, you could basically sing it in a song. By the sea, by the sea, by the beautiful sea. That's a preposition. By. Or, it, it, I mean, it could be like, to the car, to the car, to the wonderful car. To yeah. is a preposition. Well, the phrase is a preposition. A phrase, a, pre- a phrase. Yeah. But preposition is like a, a, a word. No. That's an infinite. Prepositional <laughs> phrase. Maybe that's what it is. Okay. See, I did not have that at all. <laughs> oh, maybe right is preposition. This is why I'm totally lost in learning the language of English, and I speak the language of Kira. Oh, uh, maybe right is just a single word. See? A word governing and usually preceding a noun or pronoun and expressing a relation to another word or element of clause. See, I don't think I was bad at, like, writing, per yeah, se, right. but I definitely, like, didn't understand the, the mechanics of English, I guess, would say. After dinner, after dinner, after a wonderful dinner. So now you're going to remember that. Yep. Hmm. That's something, it's, it's funny when you have little things like that, you just don't forget. Like acronym or is it acronyms or no not acronyms? Are those the ones where you put like different words for the things? Acronym would be the abbreviation, right? Like okay. An acronym is a word or a name oh wait, as formed as an abbreviation from the initial components. Yeah. Yeah, so you have the acronym and then you have the things that the mnemonic devices, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, like the mnemonic devices, those kind of things. You remember them forever. Like, I forget what it was. This Sokotoa thing. Oh, what was that? Some old word. Or, uh, yeah. Or Sokotoa, like the sign angle. Oh, sign yeah, opposite yeah, angle. Yeah. Opposite over Sokotoa. Sokotoa. Or... Uh-huh. Some old horse team is hopping through our alley. I, I always remember. remember the ones for music. So, um, like, every good boy does fine for the treble class. All cows eat grass, or all cars eat gas for the bass class. Um, and then my favorite one for the strings on a guitar is Easter bunnies get drunk at Easter. What do they get drunk on? It's a good question. Carrots, lettuce. So I still, since I've messed up very, I don't play tonal music enough to like have it super internalized. I always find myself saying those over and over again. Well, if it helps, it helps. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I wish I remember what I was going for in that one bit, but I don't remember anymore. Nope. You failed at podcasting. I fail at podcasting, yes. You'll never be hired to work in this town again. Well, no one hired me. I do everything um, by volunteer. So, it said it was snowing out, but it's definitely not snowing out. There's a plane up there, though. It's going bye-bye. I think it's taking off. Bye-bye. Yeah. So, anything else interesting in your life? Uh, I don't know. I, what I, oh, for, <laughs> that was dumb. Uh, I don't know if that's what we're talking about. Oh, no. oh I was, 
I was for some reason I went back in my head my weird thing I was telling you about yesterday where I got weirdly obsessed about um well this is my thing I've been doing so I'm trying to do this fasting and I'm failing and I try to restrict myself from reading real stuff on the internet by picking like a defined subject to read about on the internet that's like very esoteric so what's the esoteric and, and and what is what's that word mean again esoteric means just like not very useful Okay, so but like, you actually like not useful things. I know, that is a problem too. So I was reading about old video game systems because oh, I got that one book out of my parents' house, the classic video game book, and it just led me from weird, weird topic to another. Like I ended up on the Vectrex, which was, a, this is math related, vector graphics. Like it came with its own monitor and they made the little lines on the, the CRT tube by shooting lasers in lines instead of shooting points. Hmm. And it, they, all the games look like um, really like weird like Tron type things. Um, My only thing is that it's definitely still like something to be excited about. <laughs> yeah, I know. I just don't know if you fact... need to like look up something about what would be something you wouldn't be excited about. <laughs> hmm. So the other weird thing, this was the other thing that came to mind was... Siberian politics? Siberian politics. Maybe I could learn about it. So I eventually ended up on the phenomenon known as the... Any um, Russian novels. That could work. I eventually ended up on the subject of the Sega Master System and in Brazil. And Brazil is a very weird place. Uh, with video games. So apparently they have these big export laws where it's like... Brazil is calling you weird. <laughs> well, they, so you know. I'm sure a video game and fan in Brazil would acknowledge their pain. Um, they have these weird import laws where they have huge tariffs on like anything, I guess. But particularly in this case, video games. So like a PlayStation 4 would cost like $1,400 there. And then people don't make nearly as much there. So it's a big problem. So what happened was way back when, even as they were having problems in every other part of the world, Sega, in like 1985, signed a contract with this toy company in Brazil. And they end up making the Sega Master System, which is before the Genesis. It competed with the old Nintendo. And to this day, they still sell like 150,000 Master Systems. It's the longest in production video game system, and it was a total flop everywhere else in the world except Brazil. Hmm. So I have a question, because it's not really into video game systems. But say, so Brazil doesn't earn as much money. Is it then a lot more to fly in Brazil, or do they, do they like kind of address the fares? I have no idea. I mean, I think what it comes down to is it's probably price. like a like a lot of things. It's it's closed off to a very you know a very particular class of people. Like, yeah. it sounds like it's a place. I don't know a ton about Brazil other than their video well, game habits. I mean, they but, have like very very rich, and they don't really have a middle class. They right, have very yeah. very poor and very very rich. Yeah. And only I mean, I guess the people that I know from there are the very very rich. Because they're the ones that can make it to America for exchange programs and things like that. And I have to imagine paying for a $50 for a master system with 100 games loaded on it is still a big stretch for the non-very, very rich. Yeah. Because that could be a lot of money for someone just trying to get by. But, yeah, so we, 
it keeps going strong. I actually then found an article at the same time where it said that in 2016, they were just starting to get into the Sega Genesis in Brazil. Hmm. <laughs> so that one's only about 27 years late. <laughs> so I have a random question. What would you think about one of our kids being an exchange student somewhere? Oh. As a gap year thing. That could work. Be fun. Oh, you mean like fun. after they're graduated? Yeah, there was the, one of the kids in the oh, book I was reading was actually like an exchange student, but he had already graduated. Like he he was doing it post graduation, so he deferred a year. Oh, so he like went to high school, but he in went a different... back to high school, but in a different country. That could to be learn pretty cool. About the country. Yeah, I'd be down with it as long as they do something. I that... mean, apparently it's like ten thousand dollars. <laughs> oh well, you know what they could do some jobs and really save up for it or something. Yeah, I mean, I would think there would be something that you could eventually save up for somehow. I, you know, if they, I could see paying for it halfway if they could get the other half. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was an interesting way of doing an exchange student. Yeah. Because like, then, then you feel less <laughs> pressure. Like, you've already graduated. So, you know you have a high school degree. You've got your college acceptance. And you're just there to look purely learn yeah and instead of having you know things riding over your head i mean i think if you're going to do something in a gap year you really it's a good idea to make it something unique that maybe takes you if not physically somewhere else far away like in a very different position than what you know you were exposed to before yeah. You know, if you you got this year, you might be like the last year of your life that you're relatively unencumbered. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what I thought it was interesting take on the gap year. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know. I I mean, I enjoyed learning from the exchange students once I got through the jealousy pot issues with them, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're interesting. And, and it, actually, reading this book is making me have insight as to why I thought the Koreans were crazy. <laughs> <laughs> because they literally, they study from sun up till sundown plus some. Like, they're in school from, like, after breakfast until 11 p.m. at night. Like, every single day. So what do they do for fun? They, they study. Oh. And study. But they don't have have they don't have this hobbies. Could, this couldn't be they all. They kill of... their parents because they 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 sometimes have bad grades. They fall asleep in school. This couldn't be everybody though, because I hear StarCraft is really popular in Korea. Well, Must be and some maybe that's slacker those, video game maybe players. Maybe those are the people that are after high school. Like, because if you yeah, so the thing is, is once you take the high school exam and it determines where you're like, you where what career you can have. I mean, after that, there's no point in trying because you've already predetermined if you can get into a university where you can actually be successful. So, like, those people have to keep continuing, but the other people, like, the majority of the people... Is university a lot easier, or do they still keep studying like crazy? I'm sure they still study, like, a decent Uh, amount. Crazy. I don't know. Apparently, like... Barack Obama was a big fan of the Korean system because they did really well on their test scores, but that's because they studied for, like, I don't know, like, 18 hours a day. Surely there must be some balance that's not quite as bad as that. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, I don't know. I still haven't learned about the Finnish schools, and I have always heard about the Finnish schools being, like, excellent because they're self-driven and things like that. 
but yeah. And the finish holder says it's supposed to be number one too. I think it's just like critical thinking is supposed to be like the biggest thing that defines you to be actually a good functioning human, I guess. And I don't know, I guess apparently our schools are not teaching critical thinking very well. They're not challenging kids to think critically. Yeah, I can see that. I feel like a lot of, I mean, to me the way through critical thinking is to like create, like you got to be doing something and not just answering questions. Yeah. I mean, there's a few types of like testing that I think can invoke critical thinking. Like I remember like one computer science course where they would say on the test to be like, this famous computer science person made this algorithm go this fast, make it faster. And like these tests, we would do these tests and we would put crazy theories on like a page of paper and we would get like a 60% grade within a grade in the curve. We kind of remember those tests for engaging critical thinking. Like we always would wonder what the questions would be on that test. That was something that I brought up with the Poland thing. Like they said that they're graded like one through five and one being the worst, five being the best, and no one ever got a five. Like no one, and, and so the guy was, he thought about it, it was like, well, what if no one got ever got an A in the U.S.? Like how would that go? Yeah. People wouldn't stand for that. There'd be riots in the streets. There would be riots. You have to have your straight A student because your A means everything. Because, I mean, even, you know, when you go into colleges, even at some place like Case, those kids are, like, arguing for, the, are, they're always arguing for their, their, their grade pickers. They, they think they deserve this grade because they don't know how to understand anything less than an A. Even though they haven't comprehended the material or they haven't done the work. And I don't know, I always think of um, Helena's godmother is a professor and she she always says the ridiculous excuses that the kids give mm -hmm. for like not doing their work and then expect like in and in extensions or I don't know, some excuse for not having to do this or a bonus material or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the grade grabbers. Yeah. Which is one of the reasons why I know there are very good pre-med people, and those are great, but there are a lot of great grabbing pre-meds, mm -hmm. and they drove me crazy. They are just really pretty terrible to teach. <laughs> they didn't really want, they don't, I don't know. And maybe they'll end up having great bedside manners, but maybe they won't because they won't know their material at all. I don't know. I think you could have good bedside manner and know your material. Yeah. And you could have both. So I don't know how you weed out. I guess eventually you weed them out because if they don't know, if they can't even do a pre-med undergraduate major, there's no way they're going to make it through probably graduate yeah. medical school. It seems like they at least do a good job of limiting the numbers, whether the final numbers are always the right people. Could be up for yeah. debate. I think I finally just figured out what to do with this fasting. You did? I have an idea. So what if I... Because I feel like it's not working. Like... You should, every time you want to go on the internet, you need to read the novel War and Peace. Maybe. Well, I, <laughs> Sorry. 
don't know. I'm just what trying if, to think of something that's really Because I have, like, no outlet through the week if I don't cheat. <laughs> or, like, I, I, I exploit the outlets that exist in the past, which is, like, reading news and then reading news. Even though I read less news than if I was not on the fast, it still becomes this thing. What if I fast from knowing things? <laughs> like, what if I really try hard to focus on the one thing and the one thing being to be completely ignorant, like being willing to be completely ignorant on things I don't need to know. Like, to not keep up on the news, like I'll get enough of it through osmosis. Mm -hmm. Um, To not have to look up all these little things to occupy my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, Even like, so if I... I feel like your pride gets in your way of like, you want to know. I don't, like, I don't feel, like, a need to be, like, right. Well, I feel some need to be right in some things. (laughs) But, I mean, some of it, like, I don't really care if I'm the expert on Brazilian Master System games. But I want to know it, I guess. Like, it's just, like, oh, I want to, like, soak up all this history or something like that. You do like history. Um, I mean, you were a history minor, right? Yeah, yeah, he's minor. I do like that. I mean, and there's some extent where if somebody says something false, I want to. That's a pride. Know thing. the tr- truth. That's a little bit of a pride thing. Although I think it is good to know the truth. I mean, but, yeah. it's good to know the truth, but at the same time, like that, you feel like you have to compel it yeah. to Pro- every person. Probably the first step there is to not listen Engage. to wrong people. <laughs> Just, Just ignore wrong mouth. people. Um, ignore most people that are so maybe um, I could refocus and like then I would have actual outlets like are you like this even extend like so if I'm like giving up fasting from video games I can still refuse to play the games where I, ha- I feel compelled to look things up mm-hmm. um, or if you feel compelled to look things up just like well no nah, we gotta figure this out on our own yeah hmm maybe this is a way to redeem it I mean, other, other bits I can, like, generally speaking, like, not eating between meals is probably a good thing for me. I mean, it's good to engage in the occasional dessert with a group, like, for somebody's birthday or something like that. But I can live without snacking. I can add extra prayers. Mm-hmm. But if I don't feel like I have something I can, like, you know, come back to, like, if I feel like I just have to give up everything and I'm left twiddling my thumbs... Because sometimes it's just too hard to, like, start, like, a new book or something like that. I have to mentally get myself there. Hmm. Um, or, or even to, to start, I had dreams of doing, like, side projects with that time. And I have a hard time mentally getting myself there. Like, maybe. So when you when you decide you need to know something, maybe you have a go-to list of, like, I'm going to do this or that. Yeah. You're pulling on my hair out. It's okay. It feels really good. No problem. Happy to help. <laughs> Maybe that would actually help me do some of those other things. Like, I have to go do something. So, eventually, I'm going to stop picking the things that are easy to do and start picking the things that are hard to do while not doing that one thing I don't want to do. Okay. Hmm. This is one thing I have to... Because this... Okay, so this fast is of the, the Exodus 90, which kind of fell apart when our group leader... <laughs> Um, said he couldn't commit to it and we never really filled the void. Um, so we've all been probably doing terrible, at least I've been doing terribly with it. 
Um, no, last year you were much more like. Yeah. So the one thing I have to say, like, and maybe this isn't true for everybody. Maybe everybody else feels the safety in numbers, but, um, and I did feel, but we were more organized. I did feel more like I was part of the group and wanted to keep up with it for the peer pressure. Because you do, because you're phlegmatic and you like to be part of yeah, groups. Yeah, yeah. But, like, um, the one thing I have to say, if you just go online and read the formula for Exodus 90, is that, it's so specific that it doesn't necessarily address if you feel like you should be fasting or a certain thing. It's kind of like the idea is like if you fast from all these things, it will make you better. And maybe that is true, but sometimes for somebody it might be necessary to really hone in on what is... I mean, because things aren't a one-size-fits-all. Right, exactly. So it's an example of something. Yeah. And like... Sometimes you have to adapt it for yourself is what you're saying. Right. And, I mean, that's not really the way the program is set up. Like, that would... That you can adapt it? Yeah, generally. I mean, yeah, mentally you, you can just do whatever you want. You also are a rule run. follower. Right, right. when you're a rule follower, you struggle with actually making something to be your own. Yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah. oh, this is what it says to do, so I have to do this, even though I'm hitting my wall against... Or my head against the wall. Right. And more of a theme I keep gradually learning over time is to, like, pave my own way. Like, there's a lot of value in me not... Are you learning from doing, the rebel? Or not, I shouldn't say pave my way, like, not doing things that don't bring me pleasure or don't make, you know, don't feel right. Not saying that you always indulge yourself, but that you don't give yourself pain when you don't feel like there's a gain. That you look for pain that can actually provide a gain. <laughs> Well, also just that you're not beating a dead horse over and over and over again. Yeah. To not know things. To be ignorant. And most of the time I wish I was ignorant. And that I didn't know things. Yeah. To give up being informed. I mean, most of the time I do give up giving informed. I really don't, like, try to be up on all the latest news. Because uh, maybe for me, like, because I'm a hypochondriac. So if I knew everything that was going on in the world, I'd be in constant panic mode. So think about it. You can think about it that way, too. Yeah. Just be like, okay, if I'm learning about everything, I'm in constant panic mode. See, more, I'm more like, if I know everything, I can be in control. Oh. I can be prepared. But what am I prepared for? I can't control what the government can do. No, like, honestly, like, the only thing, like, the one thing that always makes me, like, keep going is that, like, Christ conquered death. Mm-hmm. And so there's hope. And the fact that there's always hope means at the end of the day, even as hard and as hellish as it can be, it's going to be okay. True. And there's heaven. And we get to be in heaven someday, as long as we keep following Jesus. And that's okay. So that's why, that's the end of the day. Just remember that. That's my, at least, I don't know, like for me, like, because I'd be more likely to struggle with anxiety. I just kind of remember that. Mm -hmm. And it helps. I mean, there's still times where I'm anxious, but I definitely feel like I'm a lot less anxious than I used to be. Maybe because I stopped trying to know things. 
No, I don't know. I don't actually think that's it. It's actually much more situational for me, for sure. For sure, and situational. I had to work through a lot of things that don't bring me peace in trying to please people and certain things like that. That I just had to learn to be my... In a different way, I had to learn to be myself and not please people. Hmm. Yeah. And so, in that way, that was my journey. I mean, I still have to work on it, for sure. I still like to, I, I still think about the fact with the free quarter school, I'm just like, okay, people who keep telling me they can't come to my thing, and they want a weekend thing, when, where do you want your weekend thing, and when do you want it, and who's going to run it, because I can't do it. <laughs> Wait, the free quarter school people want a weekend thing? Yeah. Because there's like, okay, so keep, the majority of people are working parents. Uh, the yeah. only time they can do things are on the weekends. Are there other free forest schools that do weekend things? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if they want to lead it. That's the thing. Is like, I can't go lead it. I cannot. That's just not physically in my capacity. I thought like the one thing I could do is like sometime in May, I could go out one Sunday afternoon for two hours and like say, hey, we're going to have a pop-up here. Someone else can lead this if they like it here, but yeah. I can't do it after this. But... I just physically don't have any more to give in that direction for them. Like, I can't do anything else. Because I already am maxed out in, like, what I do for them. Mm-hmm. Like, I can be the director, yeah, that's fine, but I just I just can't, like, start a million things. I have multiple kids at multiple ages, and they need to be doing their... I have to be, you know, taking care of them. I have to be making sure that, you know, the house is together. It oh, hasn't just been destroyed, even though it, it is always destroyed. But maybe there's not piles of fish food all over the place. Or, I mean, what did I find today? Raisins in a cup? <laughs> Raisins in a oh, cup. Oh, what was that thing I was supposed to eat? <laughs> I don't know. Someone, I think he put, so what I think he did is he put flour. <laughs> the thing is, is Helena will eat it. He put flour, chocolate syrup, strawberry syrup, <laughs> milk, oh. and a little bit of sugar. Okay, I don't need to eat that. And that a concoction. <laughs> that was a this recipe. Is my, this is why I kept going, like, Everett, what's in it? What's in it? I need you to <laughs> know, know what I'm eating. It was really funny. Yeah, well, I guess I forgot to eat it, so I think I'm just going to forget like, to eat it. I was like, what is pink in that? I was like, oh, strawberry syrup. Like, for some reason, they think that that is mixing things. We got all my hair. <laughs> I was trying to stick a hairband in my head because your hairband fell out and it popped away. And now if I move too far to get it, the phone will fall off my knee and then the recording will blow up. Well, we should probably stop because... Yeah, this is a world record. We are, like, talking forever. Sorry. So enjoy our I talk forever. I figured things out. Since nobody really listens to our podcast anyway, it's really mostly for us to figure it out. It really is just for us to talk to each other so maybe some days you like listening to us the two people who listened to us last time all right take care guys bye two people bye bye